Hello, everyone. Khalid and I are speaking before this episode of In Defense of Humanity. Today on this podcast, we were joined by Setvi Khalid. That was a very, very, this will be for the audience, a very interesting and deep conversation. Now, Setvi is a native French speaker. However, the eloquence of that conversation about human rights and animal rights, human trafficking and other ways that we can countermand the socioeconomic disenfranchisement was very thoughtful. And I learned a lot of things. Khalid? Um, it was very thoughtful, very insightful. Um, I would say it does get a smidge heavy, um, especially as we get into conversations around um, pedophilia and, and rape. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we just want to make sure that going into this episode that you are well informed and well aware. Um, this is a trigger warning. Absolutely. It it is sensitive, as you did say, Khalid, and we will not take any um, problem at all if you choose not to listen to this episode. We will be doing introductions from now on for all of season four, as you saw in the previous episodes of this season. We're doing um, a little introduction for this, just so that you know exactly what you're getting in this episode. So if you don't want to hear it, or if you don't think you can bear to listen. That's not a problem whatsoever. Um, we have other episodes that may cater to what you want to hear. Or if you would like to learn more and you feel that you don't know a lot about this topic, please join us for this ride. Khalid? Thank you. We hope you enjoy. Thank you. Welcome to In Defense of Humanity. My name is Asteris Oz Miller. Today, we're joined by Setvi and Khalid Johnson, the co-host. Setvi, please introduce yourself. Yes, I, hello. Uh, so my pen name is Setvi. Um, I write uh, the blog in the name of human rights. Uh, this is the, the name uh, in the name of humanrights.com. It's uh, basically, it's uh, for and foremost for human rights. I've got a bit of a section uh, doing my own literature, uh, but mainly it's about uh, human rights uh, in the news, um, in international uh, relations, um, uh, dealing with um, topics such as uh, human trafficking and um, gross abuses, uh, censorship, and so on. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and Sedvi, you focus a lot on human trafficking, as you said, as well. Do your um, thoughts and activities on rights extend to non-human animals as well? Oh, yes. Uh, in fact, uh, thank you to, to ask because uh, um, I even tend to forget about this because uh, um, the situation with human condition um, is found to be so exceptionally dire than uh, I'm a vegan activist. Huh? So um, I'd say my, my, my main knowledge about, uh, or my main, yes, act, 
activism about how um, at, we could protect animal rights and environmental rights, it's, uh, it's through veganism I, um, I do it better. Mm. Yes, of course, the use of plastic because uh, uh, there is so, so, so many things, yeah, but uh, yes, for example, the use of plastic, it, it makes us uh, guilty of um, spoiling this, this earth that mm. we are on. Uh, we are deemed to be a very highly intelligent species. Species, uh, so many. Um, I, I would say the the main um, uh, the main um, thoughts of uh, you in human society is, is to say, oh, you know, we are very intelligent. We are not even animal. We are so superior. And uh, there is so many many movements and so many many school of thoughts that would say of 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 human being but they are here on earth just to use resources but basically earth has been made for them to to exploit and uh, and and in fact the humans prove to themselves every day that they are not clever enough to stop the use of plastic in order to stop uh, to continuously and daily pollute their, uh, their environment and earth by the mother of them, not the contrary, you know, like, uh, um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. The status, legally, uh, of course, it's one of the big questions on, on non-human um, uh, is, is status, mm -hmm. uh, to have a legal status that that protect them as sentient being uh, i'd say even more than this because um you know like in um, south america um there even constitution in some uh, south uh, america countries the river uh, forest has got legal status but uh, but uh, they are beings, and they are something that you need to care for, and that uh, and uh, and so they they've got guardians legally, and uh, mm -hmm. yes, but you, you so yeah. Excellent, excellent. That's a very interesting notion. I think the um, research. Uh, you may not know my undergraduate for my degree in human rights. I focus predominantly on the rights of humans. Uh, marginalized mm -hmm. communities as well as non-human animals. I used uh, Franz Fanon's uh, mm -hmm. framework uh, yeah. from Bonnoir Mas Blanc to oui. talk about uh, post-colonial speciesism um, as a form of removing the subjectivity from individuals, people, as well as animals in factory farms. Uh, um... It's uh, uh, Frank Fanon would say that um, he's a black man thinking he's a white man. Is it is it this for the premises? Um, yeah, Frank Fanon would say it is a black man who uses the language French of a mm -hmm. white man, uh, obtains a doctorat, and then uh, goes back to his community, and he mm -hmm. is not recognized for he is wearing a mask blanc, a white mask. Okay. Ah yes, very, very like this impossibility of um, 
a cultural conversation mm -hmm. because you, you don't have the same uh, words or the same concept and so forth. There is a very interesting uh, um, a problem in translation. Mm -hmm. uh, since we, we are talking about uh, English, uh, from native English speaker and the others, and um, because it's in translation, there is so many concepts from other languages mm -hmm. that are not translated into English. And then, you, so even the best translator will have to use words that are English mm -hmm. and that, that, that don't bring the, the, the concept, uh, ethnic concept uh, into play because the word in English is, is derived uh, of, of this concept that, uh, that didn't enrich the language. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you've, you've lost it in translation. The concept is gone. They, they, can't, they can't speak. You can't, you, you, and eventually you can't bring a culture uh, enrichment because the concept is gone. The word is gone. So mm -hmm. despite speaking French mm -hmm. natively, the obviously, uh, we, we see in North Africa, l'Académie Française has a bit of problems with people using French differently, despite mm -hmm. coming from a different place. It didn't evolve. No, it was yes. just co-opted uh, because of colonialism. And at times it doesn't work. And we see what happens uh, 300, 400 years removed, and then a reintroduction with Quebec, with uh, the difficulty of comprehension, though the people look similar to mm -hmm. mainstream French people. And the writing is quite similar. Even the way of thinking and the way of conceptualizing rights has has differed because of the British influence in Canada yeah, versus sure. uh, France proper just being... Um... Uh, to, to answer the question of, uh, of being a, a French native, but uh, in Guadeloupe and so forth, uh, you know, in France itself, uh, in metropolitan France, uh, we had exactly the same problem, but not, uh, not now, but uh, 100 years ago with people who, who, who talk patois. Huh? Ah, uh, yes. uh, 100 years ago, you, you, bon, uh, people were going to school, but um, uh, France was essentially, still essentially uh, rural. Uh, oh, you know, oh. so many people, uh, well, they, 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 yes, they speak French, but it is true, but one of big culturally, it's the, the Patois language. Huh? Mm -hmm. Each region has its Patois. Oh, yes. uh, between north, north of France and south of France, people couldn't understand each other. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. It was not the, the same language. So, of course, um, in France, uh, historically, a big work on, on centralization, one language. It's a it's massive principle to, uh, uh, you know, for any, uh, it's um, a an, an nas national, uh, uh -huh. to, build, to build a nation around the language. Yeah? But in France, it's not so long ago that we had, we had the same exactly uh, regional uh, divide on top uh, uh, near the borders so there's region that, that feel very more celtic and some others more uh -huh. next to it italy uh, some more towards spain and so forth so it's completely the yeah it was uh, 
is very different identities as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, for certain. Um, I have good good friends from different regions who played soccer at university. Um, okay, okay. And, and for, for me specifically, because I didn't grow up speaking French, I decided to learn it from friends, relatives later on. Uh, Picardy is is next to impossible for me to understand. Mm -hmm. And so since this season uh, connects through economics, and I know they're the region where Picardy is specifically and some of these other Provençal, I say, is there a factor of socioeconomic status that still drives these languages to exist despite um, France imposing French proper onto them? Yes, certainly, because uh, I think it's, it's, it's what drives everything, it's what drove people to, to learn English, is that uh, you need to expand mm -hmm. uh, communication, why we are able to, to have a, to, to speak, uh, you are based in the US, uh, aren't you? Yes. So I'm based in Europe and uh, we almost, yes, we almost can talk like, uh, bon, with less uh, idiomatic, expressions mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. forth uh, for, uh, what um, for me but uh, uh, yes you need to expand your um, yeah uh, maybe the language you know um, there, there's a this question also is um, is how long we're gonna have to learn this language because uh, uh, we've um, assisted uh, by complete computer the, the translation machines are Be better and better. It's mm -hmm. amazing what some machine uh, uh, can do. Um, now, uh, with a good um, uh, machine for translation, you can almost have a text that is almost you don't have to touch it. You uh, you always have to check it. Huh? Still, yes. you still have to mm -hmm. check it because mm -hmm. there's a big mistake. But the, the, the text is 90% super all right yeah yes. they, they really convey what, what the, the, the original text uh, uh, did mm -hmm. say uh, so uh, yeah it's incredible but also french i think it's it, it's a bit um, special because what still french has got is um, it's it's a language it's not for nothing he adds this uh, reputation uh -huh. because it's the ma massive um, amount of what has been written in French. Yes. And then if you've got a massive amount of text in French, then it still has the potential of um, educating, uh, like bringing uh, other kind of thoughts, other kind of uh, uh, witness accounts, other kind of, uh, so, so uh, experience from different kind of system as well mm -hmm. and the uh, and and french language use in quebec and and in africa a little bit in in asia bon, this is, asia is the past huh? but yeah. uh yeah indeed and i think specifically of the sort of irony that france fanon would possibly see a lot of post-colonial thinkers jean-paul sartre even foucault would see is that the former colonies are developing predominantly in the developing world. Thus, say people do not conceive them 
as being intelligent or being superpowers yet because as you spoke about with this technology that we can translate they don't have access to it thus they have no choice but to learn mm. multiple languages mm. yet in the western what we have the privilege to only speak one or two french english what have you but a lot of people would say this is sophisticated why are you speaking another language just speak english and i find that ironic that it is seen to be more sophisticated to only speak one language and to use technology to assist whereas in the developing world you have no choice but to speak multiple languages yeah and uh, it's so um, yeah it's complex because it's so time consuming yeah i think it's, it's really f fundamental because uh, a language we never end up uh, expressing uh, everything that uh, life is uh, is offering and is mm -hmm. meaning and so forth. You never, you don't have enough of one language, even if it's the richest or, or bemol. And um, and we know that we are we are losing so many languages. And uh, uh, like you have me because you are into my translation um, concern is that uh, the, the risk of 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 one language to take over everything and to paradoxically become less and less sophisticated mm -hmm. when it should become more and more so. And uh, uh, because I, I, I think that um, historically uh, English has been simplified, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But before you, you could go with a Latin sen uh, sentence, you could, you could make a Latin sentences, mm -hmm. that is to say, over three, four, five lines and, you know, complicated uh, structurally and uh, um, that could link uh, the, the first element with uh, the last one. And uh, yeah, something uh, we thought that were more, much more complex. And at one point they said, no, no, no. Uh, the English is no more like that. It's going to be a canonical English, and you will have to do a, a subject, verb, and complement. And uh, indeed, uh, yeah, we'll see. It is interesting, and I, I want to shift to pivot a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. to your to your work with human trafficking, human rights. Right. Uh, can can you explain a little bit more about? Um, First, tell us uh, what human trafficking is for anyone who might be listening and doesn't know, uh, and tell us how this affects Europe, because some of us know how deeply it affects um, America, but not necessarily Europe and the world. Uh, yes, you have me, la, because um, uh, I don't have a definition in front of uh, my eyes. Uh, you know, in, in terms of definition, this is a uh, a bit subject as well mm -hmm. because of course it's uh, uh, it's something that is global huh, for, uh, it's a global uh, problem and uh, we end up with definition uh, different in every state um, with legal definition even uh, in federal state that will differ from state to state mm -hmm. uh, so um, so it includes transportation and coercion and so forth and uh, uh, it's, a, it's a financial transaction, but uh, this is, uh, yes, this is what it is. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's sell human, basically. 
what I, I found astonishing. I, I, I don't know, I am not aware how, how uh, Americans themselves are aware or not uh, about this subject. But um, as a European, what really uh, shocked me is, is the American uh, figure on it. Yeah? It's uh, figures, figures such as, uh, um, and this figures, uh, figure, I checked it. It took me uh, like uh, one afternoon to check it because mm. it's being used by so many organizations. But I wanted to have uh, the primary text, you know, where this figure comes from. And this is a figure from uh, the, the government, yes, mm -hmm. up to, uh, so US government, up to uh, 300,000, so it's 300,000 mm -hmm. Americans under 18 are at risk uh, of sexual exploitation every year. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's astonishing in a way. Uh, in a way, uh, I studied the firstly uh, sexual uh, abuse against children, and uh, this is the same thing. It's uh, much more uh, rampant than um, you might uh, first think, uh, but it is. Um, so yeah, uh, I'd like to give um, just a three or four facts to um, to make sure uh, because you know everyone know about human trafficking. You know we we know that this exists, but um, it's not enough to know that it exists is uh, because it's um, are prevalent and. Uh, and certainly, in in my mind, more and more dangerous because um, uh, because we know that we are facing um, uh, so we over exploit this planet. Uh, mm -hmm. We didn't we did that in a manner that uh, is abusive to people and it abuses to, to to itself and so forth. But um, uh, the more we do it, uh, the less is gonna be good. And that we have been, uh, we we won't be able to say, oh well, uh, we are super surprised now because it's been decades that uh, scientists uh, told us, you know what, uh, um, in this world, yes, now it's not in twenty years, it's not in thirty years, people uh, start wars around uh, water resources. Uh, for example, and they say after that, and any uh, water shortage is going to be a big problem globally mm -hmm. in in a few decades. It's already here. Uh, uh, war will start because um, you need access to rivers. So it was to um, uh, link it with uh, with exploitation. So mm -hmm. the, uh, your series topic is that the more the more you, you will exploit, uh, the, the more opportunities and uh, the more the a system, exploitative system is, is, is swelling up, mm -hmm. then the more exploitation it will bring uh, simply. Yeah? Just I've got, uh, I think, uh, like a, a few very important facts uh, to, um, to, to try to convey how big this is. Yeah? 
for example, uh, about illegal illegal migrants. Mm -hmm. uh, they are seriously at risk of being trafficked for their organs. Oh, this is something I am not uh, aware, I haven't been aware for long, but mm. uh, this is uh, one of the facts of, uh, of, uh, of this uh, society, is that um, they harvest uh, illegal migrants for obvious reasons. Uh, they, are, they are in the wild, um, uh, they, people get lost, they don't have papers, so they can be harvested, basically. Uh, so for uh, my, my main, the main subject me I, I worked on was um, was uh, uh, trafficking uh, uh, sexual trafficking against children. Mm. So you've got uh, uh, all the figures here is from UN. Huh? It's from the UN. Mm -hmm. um, Forty million people are victims uh, of modern slavery today. So. Out of these 40 million people, 25% are children. So it's one in four, they are children. And you have to know that uh, two in three are mm -hmm. children or women. Uh, and from these 40 millions, mm -hmm. it is 80%, 80%. 80% of identified victims have been trafficked for sexual exploitation. Mm. Voilà. Um, alors, also, one of the big questions, because usually people uh, are like, uh, you know, like the same, where they are, you know? It's, it's mm. like, why, why is it? It's, it can only be stories, because where are these people, yes? Uh, well, the, the answer is uh, very simple. Huh? When um, when you are exploiting uh, sexually, uh, your average lifespan, the, so the average lifespan of a victim of sexual exploitation, is reported to be seven years. Mm. Uh, so that is to say, seven years. Okay, so the uh, the teen uh, they will. Uh, uh, be taken the age between 12 and 14. And you know that they will die uh, from homicide, uh, mistreatment, drug abuse, oh yes, drug abuse, or whatever, what happened to her? Or OD, yeah, overdose, finish. Sexual diseases, so no, eight, uh, certainly, and, 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 and much more because these are, yeah. Um, and suicides. Mm -hmm. Seven years is the average lifespan. Uh, um, I just think it. Um, <clears throat> there's obviously a market, right? And that's the probably most unfortunate part because if there was no market for this stuff, it'd probably drop severely, right? But obviously, mm -hmm. there are people that are paying, you know, for these exploited women, children, and and men. Well, right? it's a uh, there are billions in this industry. They, they, it's, what, it's one of the main arguments uh, in um, uh, for activism uh, against uh, human trafficking or human sexual exploitation and so forth, is that we all know the main reason why nobody uh, cares is that, it's not nobody cares, but 
they can do uh, something that is uh, potent enough is mm. that it's simple. They are billion dollar industry. And this is for trafficking, for, for sure, but it's also correlated with pornography. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because what is happening in pornography is that um, most of uh, the pornographic uh, material is on, 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 on people who look very young. Mm -hmm. And in order to have people looking very young, or you have to to do illegal and and uh, do uh, pornography with uh, with minor, which is not telling longer pornography, but it's a rape on video mm -hmm. because it is very clear clear that the minor cannot give consent leg mm -hmm. legally and uh, and even young adult huh, basically because uh, when you are um, 19, 20, 21, you you are you know you, your body is still developing yes mm -hmm. it is, it is it, the, the body is biologically developing until you are 20 or 22 and then the the body realizes that you know the, the personality the brain the, the body stop and then the, it can pause yeah until you are 21 you are still growing it means that as an individual you are too biologically puzzled to pause and think, it's it, mm. it's, it's it is kind of what it means, yes. So young adult, and how do you recruit young adult to do pornography? Well, basically, you have to um, to make sure that uh, uh, you expose them to pornographic material uh, when they are younger than this. So yes, and one uh, so and of course it's. Um, the big, big problem they, they face is uh, lobbying because the, the human trafficking, they can't uh, lobby um, directly because of course it's not legal. So they can't lobby directly, even if they can indirectly because of, of the money they, they bring. But directly, the pornographic industry can lobby directly and say, look, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah. So it is perfectly what you said, it's a market. And uh, it's, uh, it's the mo money that creates this. Mm -hmm. we're, we're definitely gonna continue this. We're going to take it to an, an ad break, um, pause publicitaire um, <laughs> for, for right now. Um, thank you, uh, and we'll be right back. We are back from our ad break with Set V. Hello. So we we were getting to some interesting things before we went to break. But I ask you, Set V, is there anything that you would like to cover that you feel is not usually covered? I know we went a little bit on non-human animal rights. Um, is there anything in that realm that you would like to discuss with us? What I think I would discuss most and foremost, uh, like uh -huh. on top of my head, would be veganism. Okay. I would compare it. Uh, I, I am not sure. Uh, you know, this is uh, not uh, some things that I really think uh, philosophically about, uh, not uh -huh. that I read, but it's why I live. Uh, um, I've, been, I, I've been extremely lucky in my life because um, I've, I've been brought up uh, mm -hmm. with animals. 
Yes. So yes, I, I am, I, I, and I and I know that I'm lucky because I'm from a rural part of, uh, well, of a country, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been lucky that my parents bought mm-hmm. up animals, and uh, and even though, mm-hmm. even yes, that, okay, yes. I am. I I was born in this culture. What is uh, almost all of us, uh, because uh, I guess that uh, yes, there is some uh, some vegetarian uh, uh, within Buddhist, uh, Hindu. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Gujarat, if I'm not uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of us, uh, and it's very very shocking. I think that's why I would maybe make a parallel with. Uh, with something like um, colonialism in in the, in the I don't think it's it's clever uh, to say this like this but you know you can't think anymore for yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in system that um, that uh, uh, people will will tell you and also is uh, is is that what make a difference is because uh, with veganism mm-hmm. it's up to anyone. But not if you if you suffer from uh, from malnutrition or something like this. But in our rich countries, it's up to everyone mm. to understand our brainwash uh, we might be, because uh, um, in in Europe, uh, I don't know in the US uh, some for, but in in Europe, we make a first an enormous first people make. make um, uh, Around being with pets uh-huh. at home, mm-hmm. and um, and hopefully they they treat him well. Mm-hmm. We are, we are lucky enough to you know to be able to uh, to be rich enough as well to bring your pet uh, um, uh, because it you need to to have money uh, usually yes. to have pets because you need uh, maybe a garden maybe uh, you know. Uh, and you need to bring it to the veterinary and, and so forth. And you you need to be extremely lucky. And even when you have been this extremely lucky, uh-huh. you are in culture that, uh, that adore their dogs, their cats, and so forth. And when the cats and dogs uh, uh, are lucky, yeah, because there's no every pet owner is a pet owner mm-hmm. to, to love their animals. But that's another story. Yeah? Yes. But... Um, we are so brainwashed, but we can't understand that. Uh, um, let's let's speak about a baby because mm-hmm. babies are, you know, they, they are, the handling is is maybe, uh, you know, like uh, because they are big animals. Usually, mm-hmm. what we eat, yeah. So yes. it's gonna be a big a big car for cars, and it's not mm-hmm. something you can have in your flat, yeah. Yes. But we are so brainwashed that we think that uh, a calf. It's not as um, as loving as a dog. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we, we we bring a dog and 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 we kill a calf. Uh-huh. And for mm-hmm. this and and what I want to say is I'm not judgmental because I'm the one person that was lucky enough to um, to know animals all my life, mm-hmm. and I understood only after in my uh, young adult life but uh, in fact i was killing the cars mm-hmm. that I, I should uh, i should look after you know all, but i was killing animals basically 
yes, the, the perversion of it, the sadism of it was, was on my plate as well. Mm. So um, there is so many uh, topics around uh, non-human uh, rights, yes, or well, animal rights and mm. environment. There's mm. so many topics. But uh, if I have to bring one um, that I live every day is veganism. Mm. And, uh, and I must admit that uh, it takes to understand that it is, it is nonsense to love a dog and wow. you know, a, a dog brings you instinct. Mm -hmm. It brings you, boy, it brings you love, and it brings you energy, and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of responsibility, of course, not to to have a pet. But uh, um, there's many people, I think, that could relate uh, completely to all oh, lot. Dear, I'd like to have my cat with me in my flat. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. I come back from my from my work. There's so, always someone to give me warmth and to give me love uh -huh. and, and so mm -hmm. forth. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, which is what is unbelievable in our culture is wow. that some people knows this fact that um, pets can transform their life, that they suffer. There's also many people, people that suffer that they can't take a cat with them because mm -hmm. they are in towns. And uh, so, you know, they, they lack this companionship. Mm -hmm. How many children that lives um, uh, have been raised in in cities suffer from mm -hmm. from not uh, the some children they didn't see gods they didn't mm -hmm. they didn't see anything uh, like this but even children that are lucky enough to have uh, this in their life didn't as a culture we didn't think no look it's it is not too possible to to love this, these animals mm -hmm. and we know we experience in our life of uh, what love is basically and and think that it's okay to have it on the plate and mm -hmm. culturally it's, it's it's very interesting to uh, to see that for example in mcdonald um you go and you, and you take your uh, your small kids and uh, and they've got um, a teddy bear they are animals and uh, at the same time, they eat these animals. Mm. So it's very uh, extraordinary our love mm -hmm. uh, for uh, cuddling, uh, you know, like um, because children love their toys, their teddy bears and so forth, is in fact directly linked with uh, what you love is also on your plate. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's it's is as uh, well. We are taking extreme example. It's uh, is killing animals and trafficking human. And I think it's the, the same in the mental ages of our cultures. It's the same thing is the different co different side of a coin basically. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an endless conversation. The reason is is that people that love animals. It's got the tool to understand what it is, but it's really culturally that there is there is a, a brainwash that happen that they can't understand. Our sadistic is is terrible. It's a, it's like a, a, a nightmare situation. It's like a hellish situation to end up with meat, which is in fact um, uh, the product of a murder. A deep flesh that we just cooked, 
and that we call food. Mm -hmm. I think there's um, very clear like cognitive dissonance. And I know, you know, I grew up in an urban area, right? And I think there's this disconnect because a lot of people aren't considering slaughterhouses or aren't um, aware of, you know, the slaughterhouses that do these atrocities to animals, right? And so I think people are able to kind of like disconnect the brutality that, you know, these animals that they're consuming uh, face because they kind of like just displace it from that, right? Um, I also think about like the tie-in to human rights, right? Because animal rights um, are like very closely aligned with human rights. Um, mm. I also think about these situations that um, force people to work in slaughterhouses, right? You have people that live in rural areas without um, many work opportunities and the, I guess, most available um, work in certain areas is slaughterhouses, right? And so you're bringing in these um, poorer, more rural people and, uh, you know, you're creating a kind of apathy towards it, right? Because at a certain point, it just becomes a job um, mm -hmm. to these people. And so, you know, all we're doing is fostering more disconnect. I guess tying it to socioeconomics, um, you have capitalism, um, which is always creating excess while also um, mm -hmm. promoting like a false scarcity, I guess, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's like, I know that Trump, um, as he's getting ready to make his way out of office, um, has like, is trying to pass a regulation to speed up. Um, the slaughterhouse speeds for like chickens, right? And it's because we want to produce as much so we can consume more, people pay more, boost the economy, as opposed to finding uh, or funding alternatives, you know, meat alternatives mm -hmm. that, uh, that, you know, are more sustainable for the environment and for people. And I think it's just because, you know, with capitalism, it's about personal enjoyment right uh almost self-fulfillment even if it's falsely presented i guess me i'd say that um i think that uh why the meat is uh, cheaper it's not because it's cheaper on on the on the ground on reality because uh, uh you know we've we've got the whole system that uh, uh the, the chain um uh Plants will feed animals, oh, yes. and that uh, animal will feed humans. It means that uh, if you eat plants, basically uh, you, you start building up uh, water because you eat the plants. You don't you don't eat uh, um, tons and tons of uh, of wheat to, uh, for example, to uh, to give to a cow. So basically, the, what is for sure is that cheaper. It is the plants. It's not. It's not uh, the mm -hmm. cattle that is is cheaper. But obviously, with medication and so forth, they, they, they start being uh, cheaper. But uh, so basically, the, uh, as a vegan, you find yourself in a situation with um, with uh, alternative protein, non-meat protein, mm -hmm. is is more expensive. More, uh, if you are lucky. Uh, you will live in a big city with an uh, Indian shop. And in, in, with Indian shops, since the religion, it's, uh, is, uh, there's a lot of vegeta 
Ian, you will manage to um, uh, to buy uh, so many different kind of beans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But your your diet as a vegan will be okay because of course there's a big problem now is that veganism should be cheaper, but in mm. fact is enormously more expensive to be absolutely. a vegan. Absolutely. It's an, an absolutely bizarre situation. Mm -hmm. And to come back uh, uh, to what you say, I think that when you say yes, uh, they want, uh, uh, you know, their uh, individual satisfaction. And me, what I think is the satisfaction is the blood first. Because capitalism, uh, or bad capitalism, because uh, capitalism might be a positive force, uh, I, I would guess. Huh? But uh, the, the, the extremely bad effect of capitalism might be, uh, the, it will be helped by a philosophy that tells you, you know, uh, the little calf uh, near, nearby, yeah? You just kill it. And that makes profit, yeah? No problem, no moral argument there. So if you do that with a baby calf, uh, uh, that um, your neighbors, like you said, in, in, in rural uh, spots, you are perfectly right. You know why people uh, that love the countryside? They go because for decades and decades, you've got your grandparents and you've got the one before that say, you know what, um, 10 years ago, there used to be uh, hectares and hectares and hectares and hectares of, of forest. They are gone. 30 years ago, we would bathe in the, in the, in the river. It was, uh, you could drink out of it, yeah? Now it's absolutely up, all polluted and so forth, yeah? And you've got, you go in countryside and uh, kilometer after kilometers, you, there's people that say to you, oh, you know, like there's, there, there used to be, uh, yeah, there used to be forest basically. Mm -hmm. And you are staying as a youth, knowing mm -hmm. all of it, but um, you know about the farmers that are pouring pesticide, mm -hmm. liters and to, to have an apple, instead of doing something bio with, uh, you know, try to, uh, to, to do equilibrium, they don't do that, boom, they spray the apple with pesticide and insecticide like 20 times a year. And this mm. is the minimum number of times they do it, yeah? And uh, you are like a youth and uh, you know all these stories. And uh, one day is the little, piece of wood that was left in your village, village, boom, is gone. So people are gone out of the countryside because it's so, um, it's so painful to see a, a countryside that, 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 uh, bleeding this way. And for the farmer, it's one of, um, of an argument that I think it's dangerous, uh, the main uh, argument about uh, animal. Oh yes, but you know what? Free range, yes, uh, because there's not only slaughterhouse. There is people, but all all that they, they, uh, the job they found in countryside is harvesting. Is harvesting is there's fewer and fewer trees. We all suffer from it, but no, what 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 they will do? They will log more. And okay, they, they give uh, the, the cows, they go, they go in, uh, you know, they, they, they live in, in the cold, 
there's no straw because straw is expensive. All of this is very expensive. So the straw is never changed. So basically they live in their excrement. They've got pus, they've got, they've got all of the disease you want to. But even, let's say this is the reality, huh? is even in good farm, Mm -hmm. or not very good farm, but if not, not good farm, but the, the average farm, there's all of this problem. Uh, they, they live in the excrement, they are never changed. They, they give birth to cows that, that are gonna be killed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they give their milk, even for milks, uh, they give their milk all their life. And what, what you know that you're gonna do to your animal that give her, her milk all her life, kill the calf, and at the end of the journey, you know you're gonna kill. So what does it say to our society that, you know, we've got um, um, uh, people talk about care, about caring mm. for their animal, like free range, you know, you see the ants, they are so happy uh, uh, jumping, uh, 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 hopping on the, on the grass and so forth. But the reality of this is, is uh, and you tell, you go, you, you give me eggs and after I kill. It's, it is this, and, and just to uh, open back to um, the problem of human trafficking, mm -hmm. uh, one, uh, one correlation that, uh, I, I, that, um, that for this will be care, because uh, what we know, I think um, I'd, I would have to, to check the figure, but uh, Many and also it's we have got figures, but it depends of what countries and so forth. Yeah, but I think it's for the US, but I worked in, in different countries. Yeah, uh -huh. but then in, a, in every countries where um, majoritely like 50% of um, people who, um, who are trapped into sexual trafficking are from the care, foster care. Mm -hmm. So you think that, okay, you've got problem with parents, whatever the problem, maybe the parent is dead, maybe uh, uh, the, pa the parent is, uh, I don't know, is in prison or have drugs problem and so forth. But you, you would think as a citizen, okay, they are put into care, they will give, give uh, uh, um, the, the tool they need to, uh, bon, in the USA, it's not as easy as that, because you, the fees of your university is so, so much of a problem, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that university education, it's a, a total luxury for, for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suffer for you, mate, because I, I realize that, uh, the, 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 and, and, and it's normal to want to go to university or to uh, uh, for uh, higher education and so forth. The moment you decide to do that, it's why intellectuality is going to be less and less free. Uh, uh, is that you know that you are indebting yourself to such an amount that is crazy. I mean, uh, the only way you can reimburse it is to have five-figure uh, a, a job. It's just crazy. It's just crazy situation. It means that education is from university and means it's mm. universal. It's nothing such yet. Yeah? And um, yeah, and so you would think, okay, they are given these children, uh, they are word of a nation, and they are given tools uh, necessary to, uh, such as reading, uh, you know, good numeracy, good reading, and after, you know, 
you you can fight, but the reality of, of it is it is it is it's absolutely not that they are exposed to uh, well to prostitution, to to drugs, to uh, uh, with a social care that are very very incompetent and very very not inclined to defeat this situation. So yes, uh, human trafficking when it doesn't come from um, uh, cross border. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it doesn't come from uh, the families themselves that, that will uh, put their children or, or, or your neighbor, the, the majority, I think, is 50%. Uh, a lot is 50%. Enfin, and yeah, a huge, huge, huge amount of that is people that the children that are from foster care. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, they are ready to be exploited, exploited uh, sexually. Which I think is um, a interesting reflection, right? You have all these kids and, um, and, and women that fall through, right? Um, you know, looking at like our foster care system and how it kind of fails the kids that, you know, are placed within the care of these places, right? Or looking at like, uh, you know, yeah, these kids, like they fall through. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you have, uh, like, within our government, you have, you know, people still debating the legitimacy of Roe v. Wade, right? Uh, we can't even take care of the kids that are currently here, yet uh, we want to force people to have more, right? And that's because of the exploitative nature of um, our system, right? This, the, the legitimacy of, uh, of, of what you said? Roe v. Wade, it was the um, American case that, and I think I'm really just bare bonesing it, legalized abortion within America. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we still have within our system people debating the legitimacy of it and uh, leaving it to states to yeah, yeah. impress the ability to get abortions, right? Okay, and yeah. We can't even, like, we're not even adequately taking care of the kids that we currently have, yet we want to force women to give birth to more and that's because we're not creating like you know we're not creating people we're creating commodities to be exploited within the workforce to uh you know become basically human capital and mm -hmm. with the human trafficking system literally human capital mm -hmm. yes you're right and it's also a part of um, not education but uh there's people, uh, it's what I would uh, reproach mainly to the uh, pro-life uh, movement, uh, but in fact, people who are, who are against those people who want to, 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 to just what you say, yeah? to make human, uh, to turn it into a, a human commodity. And then the simplest thing, the simplest way to, for doing it is exactly the example you took is to uh, make sure that uh, uh, young parents will reproduce very young mm -hmm. in, order, in order for for their baby to be taken and to be modeled uh, um, by other people, basically, because it's abuse after abuse after abuse, because mm -hmm. a teenager, uh, it's very difficult to look after yourself. So you are kind of a force, not, not as... Um, uh, in the U.S., on top of it, you've got uh, a, a lot of problem with legislation that the, the, the child marriage are, are not regulated. That is to say, you just need uh, one parent to sign a form 
and boom, you you are married and uh, uh, with any kind of age, you, you can be married as a, as a teenager in some of your states, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. some of, of uh, US states. And it, it is, this is a, um, uh, a woman, I don't remember her name, I think she's a nun and if I am, I'm sure she's a nun. And, and she said, but, but what's the difference between uh, being pro-life and pro-birth? That is exactly what you mm. said, is that uh, uh, life as an existence is uh, to make sure you can nurture your baby. And these people are not pro-life. They want birth because yes. in the case of human trafficking, it is exactly what they do. They take teenagers and they destroy them. And when you destroy an individual, is that they are so destroyed. You know, the, 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 one of the things also is the amount of trauma uh, you have uh, if you have been sexually exploited. And uh, in, in psychological and uh, mental um, health term, it's one of the most, uh, uh, it's the, the biggest uh, um, list is, is horrific list. You, you, you may ever seen in your life and never you, you will see in your life because it's absolutely endless the the the, 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 the amount and the number of traumas currently stay within the person they these these people uh professional kind of uh, they just destroy an individual that is to say they, 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 the the individual is so destroyed he can't have a defense they will make sure that connectivity they are uh, they are disarmed. They uh, uh, you've got a list of mental health after uh, having been put under such a torture. That is endless list of uh, mental health difficulty that it will bring. It will bring uh, psychosis. It will bring depression. It will bring uh, you know hallucination and uh, and and obviously the trust where you completely lost uh, within the, the society. You know that uh, is so bad in our uh, in, in in even rich uh, state is 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 so bad that. The police will tell uh, tell a young girl, "Look, you are working as a prostitute. I'm gonna arrest you." Yes. So they they they, they don't want to get uh, to get arrested or um, or to be put in prison, and so they they, they hide from the police and, and so forth. And they don't and they don't know better, because uh, in 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 countries also where you've got uh, you've got um, um, homeless problems and so mm -hmm. forth. And they would not know they're better because how you destroy an individual is when you take it young. If they are if they have been abused by parents and so forth, then then and 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 which is uh, I think is 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 the data that one need to understand the the, the circle of, of it is that your average uh, span life is seven years. Because, because of course, uh, drugs will be used to uh, uh, to to make sure that uh, you you become physically incompetent. But you you can't run basically when you are drugged to uh, uh, to oblivion. Mm -hmm. I also, um, I think um, because of the criminalization of certain things, right, it makes it harder to get the help that you need, 
right? So because you have sex work so highly criminalized and the people that are suffering and are traumatized under these things, you know, your prostitutes, um, it makes it hard to get the help. You can't go to anybody because you're risking, uh, you're risking prison, you're risking jail time, you're risking punishment. And reprisals, mm -hmm. and reprisals. So basically, the, the, uh, so basically the police, uh, the, 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 the circle as well is that, uh, oh, you go to the police. Yes, for human trafficking is one of the um, of, of big reason what is being fueled on and on and on is that um, uh, if you are caught with drugs, you go two decades in prison. Yes, boom, uh, a bigger penalty. Yeah? If you are, if you are t taken with illegal arms, same thing is, 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 is uh, the penalties are high. Human trafficking, very, very, very few sentences. The, the, the main reason is that, uh, yes, uh, one, one uh, again, completely unbelievable data, the, they, they started having a, a, legal, um, a legal frame, like clause about human trafficking. This is in the US and this is this is for the UN, the UN. They, they started to have a, a legal frame in 2000, year 2000, before None of it uh, was was ready uh, specifically for this crime, and so the, the one of the big, 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 massive reason why uh, human trafficking is so much uh, here in our face is because the, the if you are if, if the crime criminals are, are caught, that is to say the, the, the people who traffic humans, not the one uh, hopefully that are the victims of it, yeah. They uh, go with very, very light sentences or no sentences. And one of the main reasons as well is that is apparently it's difficult to prove. Um, and then they, 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 they may be taxed with, uh, uh, with being pimps or something like this, or maybe drug possession. Or uh, maybe some of the, uh, some something uh, not a big drug uh, possession like small drugs possession the, the one uh, uh, you give to uh, uh, to to women and uh, even to male because I think there is a uh, there is a percentage of male and are victims of it of course maybe two three percent I am not sure huh? but I think it's in in, in those uh, proportion and um, it is notorious criminal system and uh, but uh, to traffic human being is really it will bring you so much money for so low risk because no one is gonna cut you and prove you you are you have been a human trafficker also it's uh, f f the criminal parts of it is very divided so the, the work is gonna be divided in 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 small works, it is to say you might work, uh, deliver a false ID and uh, or transport people from A to B. And there's another one by we transport the same people from B to C. And uh, and so without uh, knowing fully what you you have you have been doing, but you have been uh, working for human traffickers. There, there, there is this as well. But it's yeah.
So still, uh, still again, it's money, but it brings a lot of money. And of course, there is this, is that if you sell drugs, you sell drugs once and the, the drug is gone. If you sell a human being, you sell it over and over and over. And, and coming back to, to, to your discussion on consumption and so forth, um, uh, yes, it's, it's, I, I wrote something about that uh, uh, for, your, for your topic, but uh, uh, if I realize, nice, uh, yeah, so to, to related to, the, to the, the topic of profit, so it's what we, we said is bring mass amount of money, uh, money uh, huge lobbies. Yeah, it's also, it's breaking competition mm. because if you abuse a life, if you destroy your life, then it's, it's to bring about a system but it's so easy for you. It's not gonna be work about doing things better and uh, you know cherish thing and no no because we've got to do that to live, to you know to live you 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 have to nurture things, and then when it's it's nurtured you you've got people coming, and just bleeding it, and so it makes it so easier for them. One thing I also in, in relation with um, equity or inequity, is that one of the big data as well in human trafficking is that uh, prioritarily uh, people will prey on the vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on people that for a reason or another are maybe uh, weaker financially, weaker socially, maybe weaker physically, huh? because uh, they attack children. Huh? You see, there, there is this whole taboo in society where you think, uh, oh, no, 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 you know, children is horrible. And, and you think when you say that, mm -hmm. that society is behind you. And that, of course, no, we don't attack children. But mm -hmm. the reality of this is that eight, uh, one in four uh, globally, huh? Yeah. Globally, one in four are children, and 80% 80, 80 of, 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 of trafficking is about sexual sexual trafficking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, well, so you know, they attack the vulnerable. It's, it, and also, I, I think it's the, the, the vicious circle is that they want to make you vulnerable. Basically, okay. uh, who, who is um, everyone? Uh, for um, uh, children sexual exploitation, sexual abuse, sorry, sexual abuse, every class, every class, every, uh, you know, like uh, social origin and so forth. Everyone is, is touched. Yes, mm -hmm. everyone is a victim. Absolutely. But uh, for exploitation, for human trafficking, the LGBT kids, they are targeted, specially targeted. The, the, uh, I think that if you are um, uh, uh, a kid that is from, um, uh, let's say, uh, I don't know, a colored kid, no, this is stupid saying colored kid is, like so, uh, a kid that is not white, it's, it's four times uh, more likely to be um, 
and in yeah, every type of this, uh, this specification on, on tone of color, I really uh. think it's ridiculous, but whatever, yeah? But maybe it's not Caucasian. People are preying on uh, around the world in a very uh, severely uh, uh, poor people. Uh, kids that live around borders because, of course, uh, to take them where they can't speak the language, they are completely yeah. lost and so forth. Uh, there is even in India, um, there's people coming and saying uh, to the family, you know, uh, uh, we can take, uh, take your daughter to, uh, uh, to a job uh, in town and so forth. And, uh, they are taken in in red characters from which they absolutely cannot escape and uh, mm -hmm. and so forth and also there is this uh, this uh, as well is why you are talking about equity and so forth is this uh, the moment these people but even in richer country the moment they they, they escape this life they, they might well be taken back straight away because mm -hmm. they go to the police uh, that it doesn't work necessarily far from it. Uh, they don't have no proof. They are back in the street. There's possibility of even reprisals. Also reprisals is something that it works uh, a lot, but is to say, you tell, I'm gonna kill your mother, how's that? When it, it comes to international crimes, uh, one of the big things, you know, uh, when it comes to international crimes, is that the mafia are much more organized than the police are. Mm. The police doesn't share information. They are usually not willing uh, about sharing information and so forth. So it's a, like a losing battle because yeah, international crime, they are network and the police, they aren't. Mm. Well said, Lee. Um... We'd like to thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no, I, I thank you. It was uh, very interesting and uh, spoke a lot. No, thank you. It was a pleasure. Really. Absolutely. Do you have any closing thoughts before we close out? Uh, no. no not <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, maybe uh, I'd say um, when we talk about uh, human trafficking, I'd say I hope this is a bit of a a past comment now, but um, when we were in the first wave of, of coronavirus, uh, it was absolutely tremendously dangerous because the school were closed and the, the children were on the street on in the internet and uh, it's where the pedophiles and the pedophiles criminal and the criminals are they are there. They are mm. in the street looking for children that don't know where to go, and they are on the internet. Mm. Yeah. So this was uh, an absolutely, but uh, well, of course, uh, coronavirus, as we know, is uh, is, uh, is a drastic, drastic problem, and uh, we need to uh, protect ourselves from it. But uh, uh, this for children has been a so, so, so dangerous period when they were they weren't at school. Mm -hmm. uh, voilà. And as a closing thought from uh, what we had said, I I hope people will become vegan. That is gonna be uh, really a big step of uh, 
of, of, of trying to ask, uh, uh, also to ask pa pardon, uh, to say sorry to, uh, uh, to ask for redemption from nature, you see? Because the moment we, uh, if we, we still don't understand that uh, we don't eat animals, I, I, I can't see that uh, uh, humans can evolve mm -hmm. until they don't understand that you don't eat, um, you don't eat blood and flesh, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. thank you for those closing thoughts. <laughs> uh, Osteris, is there anything that you'd like to add before we close out? Absolutely. I really want to thank you very much. Uh, merci beaucoup for coming on our podcast. It was great to have you here. Great to have another perspective and to add to this season. I think this is a talk that's definitely necessary and I'm I'm happy that you were able to help us with that, Sylvie. Oui. Well, my pleasure. C'était très, très, très intéressant, très agréable de vous parler. Oui, merci. Excellent. Thank you so much.